beautiful. Hello again ladies and gents, welcome to another edition of the Good Bit Podcast. This is episode number 23 and it is history ladies and gentlemen. Some would say magical and I've literally just made that joke on the show. So you'll hear that joke twice, just like you'll hear this topic discussed twice on the Good Bit Podcast because this is the very first two-part edition of the Good Bit Podcast as we celebrate one of the Good Bit's favourite movie franchises of all time, widely received as one of the best films to ever come out of the UK. That's right, you all know it, you all love it and we're here to discuss it. It's the special Harry Potter two-part edition. And my name is Chris Moffat, I am your host and I'm about to be joined by three huge Harry Potter marks. Three, I was like the luckiest man in the world because I was joined by three gorgeous girls as we discussed a gorgeous film saga. This is part one of our special Harry Potter edition and part two will be coming in one week's time. Normally what I like to do is release the podcasts every two weeks, but for this edition, since it's two of the same sort of thing, one will be released today and the next part, part two, will be released seven days from now. And uh, what we're going to do in this particular episode, this part one, is we will discuss the first four Harry Potter films, and then in part two next week, the final four Harry Potter films. We will have references to things like Fantastic Beasts, to the Extended Universe, and of course the original J.K. Rowling Harry Potter books. Uh, And you'll hear very quickly on this show that the three beautiful girls that I'm joined by know so much more about this film than I do. I am a fan of Harry Potter and I've seen the films, but I am no way in shape or form a huge, you know, nerd for Harry Potter. The three girls I'm joined with, they are indeed what I've just described as a Harry Potter nerd. They just talk absolute nonsense about Harry Potter for a good hour and I just chime in with a few fun facts here and there and my opinion, you know, when I first watched the film and stuff like that, so I kind of gauge you through it. But the three people that you hear talking are very, very knowledgeable in terms of uh, the old HP saga. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I'd like to remind you all that you can support the show on Twitter by following at the Good Bit Pod and follow me at CM42TV. You can also follow the show on Instagram at the Good Bit Pod. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Good Bit Podcast. You can get us on YouTube at youtube.com slash CM42TV. And remember, Seven days from now will be part two, and we filmed this, you know, a, a few weeks ago, back in the summer, so a few references may be out of date, but I doubt it. But, um, yeah, also, uh, this introduction I'm recording this on is on a brand new microphone. We recorded this on my old microphone, still good quality, but not, I mean, be as good, I guess. But, yeah, here we go. If you're a Harry Potter fan, please make sure you download this episode and the next episode, and tell a friend if they're also a Harry Potter fan, because all things fun facts first experiences and thorough reviews of all Harry Potter films will be done on episodes 23 and 24. That's parts one and two of the Good Bit Podcast's very special Harry Potter special. You just made the list! Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another very, very, very exciting and some may say magical edition of the Good Bit Podcast. My name is Chris Moffat. I will be your host for this evening's show for the first ever two-part edition of the Good Bit Podcast, part one will be right now, and in a week's time, exactly seven days, I'll make sure of it, I hope, 
uh, will be part two of the special Harry Potter edition of the Good Bit Podcast. I am Chris Moffat, as I said, and today I'm joined once again by returning Good Bit regular, Good Bit favourite, Leanne McMaster. <laughs> Wasn't sure if I was meant to say hi there, but hi! Uh, your nickname was Sexy Nips. Ugh. Feel free to change. <laughs> no, it's fine, I'll do. They are sexy, I'll take it. Okay, um, and what house will you be representing? Hufflepuff. <laughs> I would just like to the fans to know that I'm actually part of Slytherin and Hufflepuff, but since we have a very strong Slytherin in the room, I will be taking part in Hufflepuff because uh, we're excellent finders and um, I like food. Loyal. Yeah, but they're also I good find fun. that interesting. I find that very interesting. And it started already. <laughs> um, also, returning to the show for the first time in over a year. Has it been that long? Yeah, Claudia wow. Kelly is back. It's okay, I'm going to count this as my first one because I wasn't really supposed to be on the last ones and you can't really... Well, the last one you were on was about Midnight Special which oh, was, which was one of my favourite movies of the year and no, you all hated it. Was it actually? I loved that favorite? movie, yeah. yeah was it, that it. was in your top ten, wasn't it? It was like honourable mention. Oh, it was honourable mention. mention. Yeah. It didn't quite make the top ten, I mean, chill, but Ooh, it was like... Strange, yeah. strange. Um, I mean, it's no Zoolander. <laughs> <laughs> Zoolander 2 on um, Ride Along 2 and all these other classic classics. triple nine. Triple nine. I think I said that, I was like, my number one is triple nine. Yeah, so welcome back. Hi. Um, I thought, you know, since I knew and everybody else knows that you're such a huge Harry Potter fan, yeah. I thought I'd get you back on the show. Yeah, I was asked first. Obviously. Yeah, you were asked uh-huh. first, and I'm glad you're here. Um, you're new to the show now, I guess, so you don't have a nickname. No. This is your time. Oh, wait, do I have to make up my own mm. nickname? Mason I'm said, sure she didn't make up sexy nips. <laughs> well. well <laughs> no, um, no, Michelle did, actually. I guess obviously. you just kind of get deemed it. Because I think um, it's like you need to be. You give someone a nickname to help people remember because there's so many new faces and, or new names faces. and it's like it's a, po- it's a podcast I know um, but you know the way it's like it's easier to remember silly names you know you go Ewan Ferguson who's that Dia Beethoven oh it's him oh okay you, know. um, you put me on the spot a bit I'll, I I'll, I'll, I'll think of one Mason's <laughs> nickname is Mason with no name or Mason with no nickname okay uh, Alison's nickname was um, Ali Bally B and the B's for Bowie Bowie yeah but the B for Bowie is not part of the nickname yeah it's just what you write uh, I'm the face that runs the place, uh-huh. so you can be anything you want. Could be like Noodlehead or something. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like that. No. Um. You don't. Well, you like sexy nips, but you don't <laughs> like Noodlehead. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say I like sex. I'll stop talking now. <laughs> I'll, I'll come like, back to you I'll come back to you if you want Clouds or yeah. something but that's just more of an actual Clouds. nickname of my name we'll come back to you making her debut on the show yeah. uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry I'm sorry what's your uh, what so, house you part of I'm representing Gryffindor today I'm not gonna say that she's I'm also pa- Hufflepuff <laughs> yeah I know but I feel like These we should Harry all Potter pick fans. one house <laughs> why can't it just be a definitive house do you know what I mean no because you do the, you do the, you do the te- like I've done the test so but many times exactly. and I am exactly like any time I take the test, for every time I get half a puff, I'll get slithered in the next time. Like no joke, every time. Yeah, I, I think I'm more Gryffindor, so I'll be representing Gryffindor because I am brave, brave. Cool. This is going to be a rivalry then, because what a coincidence! We've got Hufflepuff and uh, Gryffindor in the same room. Oh my god, what could possibly happen next? Also, <laughs> joining a Hufflepuff us... and a Gryffindor. No, just just wait. Wait, because it was it was a thing. It was a set up. It's well a, done. Yeah. You ruined it. Um, making her debut on the show, the only person in the world to ever beat me in a wrestling contest. Yes. Neve Barr is on the show. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> You're able to cleanly pin my shoulders to the mat for a one, two, three count, and I'll never forgive you for it. Ha! Yes. <laughs> 
And what house are you representing today, Neve? I am Slytherin, obviously. Oh my god, what are the odds? Oh my days, there's a Slytherin here as well. That's quite funny. I'm, I'm a Ravenclaw, apparently. <laughs> no, you're not. The, stop, stop touching the... I'm not touching um, So you're okay, how are you? Are you, you doing good today? Sure. You just had a good milkshake? Yeah, I did. Yeah, now you have to come up with a nickname. Well, I, I don't feel like I should have to come up with a nickname. It'll just, it'll just work out for itself. Okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess by the end of the show, we'll, you guys will have one. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. They, they're more difficult we'll for us. Um, yeah. So here we go. This is a special Harry Potter episode. Um, to- I'm totally out of my element here, and um, I don't know who I've offended, but I've been uh, surrounded here by huge Harry Potter fans. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Listen, we have to keep this somewhat structured, okay? Because remember, if I'm telling you Good these three things that. and stuff, and I'm reading out facts about the show and I'd stuff, I'd love if you've got the facts very wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You're going to be like, so Harry Potter is a ghetto. He's <laughs> screaming at me. Wikipedia. Um, yeah, well, it's not like it's not Wikipedia. It's IMDb. Um, oh wow. So oh, what we'll do is right. So I'll, I'll. How I'm going to do this is I'll, I'll take you through each film. I'll gauge you, and. We'll try and keep it. We'll guide us. We'll try and keep it. Yeah, I'm not going to say much about the films because I'm not as big of a fan as you guys. This will be your your outlet to express your thing. So remember, there's an audience. Yeah, so these are not like shooting at each other. Do you know what I mean? So if someone says something, don't get offended because it's, it's it's for the listeners' benefit. Okay. I'm sorry, but there's a Gryffindor here. I don't know whether. Good I can point. Yeah. Well, That's I'm half a puff and friends with all. <laughs> I'm already a bit offended. Don't fight me. It's fine. Um, What I'll do is I'll read through some synopsis and some facts about each film. (laughs) I've got some fun facts. (laughs) Synopsis. Synopsis. And I've got um, some fun facts about each film. And uh, you guys can comment on it. I wonder how fun they'll be. Uh, Well, probably not. They might be incorrect. (laughs) It's like all those things. It's like, oh... 50 Harry Potter facts that you will you'll blow your know. mind you'll never know I'm like try me honestly try me <laughs> I know Claudia and I have we just send each other like these things all the time and we're like yep knew everything yeah. <laughs> but it's like sometimes like there's facts and you're like actually that is but incorrect true, yeah. <laughs> contradictory to what I've read before yeah. so I don't know wrong. who to believe yeah so the plan for this episode is we're going to do the first four films and then in part two, we're going to do our, the last four films. And we'll do a wee countdown in each episode. We'll also talk about what Harry Potter has meant to the three of you, and I guess me as well, because I'm here. Um, You've only just watched all the films. That was the next point I was going to make. You guys it's have never watched, too late. You guys it have, still means something to him. If you've watched all the films, it means something yeah, to him. Yeah, and all you guys have, have grew up with the films and stuff, and it's big parts of your life. Um, I just watched the films over the last year and loved them all and stuff like that, but you guys are big more fans than I am, so you guys can take control in this episode. Um, but before we get started, just what has Harry Potter meant to you over the years? What, what, give me some favourite stories and uh, some favourite memories of being Harry Potter maniacs over the past years of your life. Leanne? I don't know. I don't know, like, I don't know how to sum it up. <laughs> when, okay, when was the first thing you watched Harry Potter? Was it when the first film came out uh, in yes, 2001? Yes, I've seen them all in the cinema. Oh, did you? All of them? Mm-hmm. That's good. Oh, yeah. I wish I could say that about something. So did I. Yeah, I've seen them all in the cinema, because the first one was 2001, yeah. Mm-hmm. 2001. I was five. Five yeah. years old. Oh. Christ. Oh. <laughs> nice. Well, well, youth. <laughs> yeah, so did you go, so you were at the cinema and you, yeah, you came out thinking that was freaking brilliant, or...? Uh, yeah, well, my mum read my mum read all the books to me, well, and then, okay. so that's why we saw the films. But um, I don't know. I just think that uh, it's just always been quite a regular thing yeah. in my life as Harry Potter. Like I can't, don't know how many times I've actually sat and done a marathon of them. Oh. That's cool. Books or films? 
both. So you've read all the books as well? Oh yeah, of yeah, course. Of course. Yeah. So the last book came out in 2007, I believe. We the first book came out the year I was born, actually. Which I was think. actually no, was it the year after I was born? Was it ninety six or seven? Ninety six, I think. Yeah, Hang yeah, on, the year I was born. The Philosopher's Stone was published on the twenty sixth of June, nineteen ninety seven. Oh, so it was just after I was born. Yeah, I was. I wasn't born yet. You were not born yet. That's oh, older than wait, you. Wait, you weren't born then. I was born on August twentieth, ninety seven. Oh wow. Yeah, you're an old yeah. one. Oh I wow. Was born the next year. Yeah. Oh my god, are you ninety eight? I'm ninety eight. Yeah. Christ. Is this a joke? I'm ninety five. <laughs> wait, we got ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. Wow. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Um, demographics. <laughs> so yeah um, appealing to the masses so you, so you came out of Philosopher's Stone knowing the story did you did you know the story before you saw the film I think I mean I was five yeah so yeah like Kinda, I knew but my mum read them like because I remember my mum read them all to me I think the first one I read on my own without my mum was Half-Blood Prince nice because how, how old was I you would have been eight or something yeah eight that's the first one I read on my own yeah um, and they're big books they're oh yeah crazy. hefty yeah. but um uh, yeah, I don't know. I just always have loved Harry Potter. It's just one of those things cool. that you grow up with because obviously the books were all coming out and the movies started coming out when I was a kid. Yeah. So it's like you grow up with it. Yeah, I think everybody's got that thing. Like everybody yeah. grows up with something, you know, whether yeah. it be Star Wars or football or wrestling or whatever it is. I, was, that's, I said wrestling because that's me. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, that's cool. Claude, what do you think? Well, I've already actually told the story on the podcast because Harry Potter was the first thing I ever saw in the cinema. Nice. So, but for um, new listeners, that's what we use. For new listeners. Uh, and it was in when Largs had a cinema. It wasn't really a cinema. It was like a pull-down projector screen okay. in the theatre. And then they had a projector. And I remember that the projector went wrong and it stopped. But me and I think it was my sister and my mum were the only people in the full like, Barfield's like, theatre. And it's like a proper theatre, not like a cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh and obviously I was even younger than you so I don't have like strong memories of it but I've seen all the films as well in the cinema and it's been part of my life growing up and stuff that's crazy do you know one thing I remember is watching is like the first time I can remember properly watching Philosopher's Stone was in Portugal getting my hair braided and it was on like they had it on a tiny little TV and it was like the Portuguese subtitles were underneath (laughs) I just always remember that like getting my hair braided watching Harry Potter and I must have been it was not long after it came out so I was like five or six or something I find that fascinating when like you go to see the first installment of a film so for example like so if in 1977 if you went to see Star Wars for the first time you've got no clue you've no clue what you're going to see so this kind of works it's the same with like Jurassic Park and it's the same with Star Trek and it's the same with Harry Potter it's like you don't know what you're going to see the first thing you show up to is like the first day that the film comes out yeah. you're completely clueless and you see you know the, the start of the film for the first time I would love to I, I mean I don't know if there's any modern films that that's going to happen with but yeah, it's the first of a huge such a series, massive legacy you know I guess the other one I, I could think of most recently is Guardians but I, well, I was going to say maybe Hunger Games for Hunger people. Games is one oh for yeah. some people yeah yeah you're just totally confused what about you Bar? I'm pretty sure that the first the first time I can remember watching Harry Potter was in my house with my mum and my younger brother and we watched The Chamber of Secrets and I remember being absolutely terrified I am scared of spiders so Aragog scared the bejesus out of me to this day terrifies to to this day he terrifies me I really want to go see The Forbidden Forest though at the studios because Aragog is there See, he's that he was there before, but before they had the forbidden. Yeah, but they had to move him. Terrified me because I was walking along and I could see Buckbeak, and then yeah, because he's a and then and then I like go through the thing and I'm like, oh, Buckbeak's it is really nice. Then I look up and there's Aragog and I actually shot my pants and I ran. I was like, mom, I'm like twenty. I I read something like Rupert Grint who plays um, who plays Ron. Yeah. 
still feels uncomfortable while he still hasn't watched the scene with the spider in that film. <sighs> it's so, it's so, so terrifying scary. in real life. But yeah, I remember that was that's the first time I remember watching them. But I grew up with the books and everything, and I was actually I was in America at the time when the last book came out. Really? So, well, at that point I was quite young, so I wasn't like I really need this book. But my aunt, and my cousin got them, so they've got the American copy of it. And I just remember like standing outside this bookshop. It was it was in New York, and just seeing all these people lined outside this bookshop. Waiting there for ages to get yeah. this copy of a Do book. The part I love. I, yeah, I'd go to That's the great. the release parties where you dress mm-hmm. up. Yeah. I dress up as the Wampum Willow and uh, Dolores Umbridge. I saw the pictures of that. You showed me that. I don't know if there's photos of me as Umbridge somewhere, but they're. I won the competition both times. <laughs> Obviously, um, Harry Potter's huge here. Mm-hmm. Well, probably bigger here than it is anywhere else in the world because of you know the obvious reasons. Origins, origins, yeah. and stuff like that, and. Um, but it's amazing that it's so big in other countries as well. Like yeah. You can imagine this as huge in places like Japan and stuff like that, but you just don't think mm. of that. It's just fanatical everywhere. Yeah. Like, I watched, yeah. did you watch that thing with Tom Felton in it? No, about, I missed it. Like the fans and stuff and just some people, the lengths that they yeah. take it's it to and you think you're a fan and then something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, it's like you think, you, you Chris thinks we're crazy fans, but we're, no. we're normal. We actually, there was... I say is, I'm sitting in Harry Potter pyjamas and Claudia's <laughs> got a Harry Potter top on. Yeah, on the floor. <laughs> there was actually a Harry Potter quiz that went, we went to not long ago. Oh yeah. And that one guy who knew every single itty bitty fact. I thought that I was a huge fan yeah. and then I met him and I was like, my God. So... <laughs> As people who are well knowledged on Harry Potter, why is it also referred to as Sorcerer's Stone? I, my well mom, my mom told me. My, I think my mom told me this could be very, very wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I remember I was saying to my mom, I was like, oh, I think it's hilarious because I thought that it was just because Americans were idiots and that they didn't know what a philosopher was. But then my mum <laughs> said she told me that at the time the movie, the like it was all com- like the books and the movies were coming out. With Harry Potter um, and Philosopher's Stone, there was something going on in America where philosopher was an offensive thing to say, oh, really? or something like that. That's what my mum told okay. me. Could be very wrong. Oh, because I, I thought, thought it was your first answer, yeah. and that <laughs> to appeal to the American market, the publishers in America yeah. said yeah. that they wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. I, I, could buy be it. Very wrong. I thought it was a confusion with like because it was the Philosopher's Stone, they got confused and they didn't know it was a wizard. Yeah. So they had to change it to also, make it more marketable. Is more yeah, because yeah. okay. yeah, more marketable <laughs> to the American market. Because yeah. I guess I don't know. It is dominant down a bit. Isn't it? is kind of like yeah. a thinker as well. I know they yeah. name, they, did, they name it the Sorcerer's Stone, but do they still say Nicholas Flamel as a sorcerer, or do they call him a philosopher? Oh, I don't know. In, in the actually, movie. I, I don't think I've ever seen the American. I've, version. No, I've got American copies of the book because I bought. Um, There's American copies. Yeah, well, yeah, you need to change yeah. all the philosophers. Because they change like wow. and it'll, they'll and change like bin to like garbage and stuff like that. And also like the spelling of some words because we add a U. Yeah, to like color. Mm. And yeah. No, yeah. I've I've got American copies of the book because there was really nice like copies where it was like Hogwarts is on the spine, um, and I've got them. Mm. But I didn't realize they were American until I got them. <laughs> and but I've not looked at it yet properly to see. But when I go sure, home, I will. Because I'm sure they in the film they obviously filmed the actors mm-hmm. seeing philosopher and then seeing yeah. sorcerer. Yeah. Um, so J.K. Rowling, what a guy! Um, <laughs> that is why she did J.K. not Joanne. Yeah, so because people oh, didn't like to buy from women, something like that. Oh, so, really? That's very yeah. interesting. So they would be more likely to buy books they thought it was by written by. That's man. brilliant. That's mm-hmm. a great. That's a great fact. I like but that. That's been happening for ages. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she brought out and that <clears> book that was under a pseudonym. Yeah, it's Robert, Robert Gilbraith. Gilbraith. That's actually a really good book, and it got like a lot of acclaim before it was leaked. 
that it was actually how they wrote it. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, the first book was published on June 26th, 1997. Uh, she said that she came up with the idea for Harry Potter whilst on a busy train in 1990. So it took her a long time to write the book, but mm. she um, she done well. Um, and, she's still uh, not right. Then, <laughs> still okay. she sold the rights to the first four books to Warner Brothers for nearly £2 million pounds, uh, and demanded that the principal cast all be British. I've got a fun fact about the first movie. So have I, but go on. Oh, sorry, no, you're No, do, do, I mean, well, I, mean I was going to say that David Heyman, the producer for all the films, um, when he got given the book for, like, he got given Philosopher's Stone, he just it was put on a low-priority shelf and he just did not look at it, and then a secretary mm-hmm. read it and thought it was amazing and gave it to him, and he was, because he didn't like the title, he was like, oh, no, I don't like that title really? at all. Um, but then he read the book and was like, i got to make these films. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. That is a fun fact. I don't have that one. Oh, um, it's all British yeah. actors, but there yeah. is an American actor in the first yeah. one. Principal cast. Yeah, all the principal cast is mm-hmm. British, yeah. but there was an American actor. So I think, I, what would you say? Would you say the films are better received than the books? Are they widely more... No. No, or are people prefer the books? There's more depth in the books, I would say. They they miss yeah. out a lot of, but that that's that's what happens. That's what happens. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say either is better received no. than the other. Yeah, okay. They're both very they're, well they're both, received. Yeah. But then you probably with the movies you've got those book people are, that mm. just don't like them because they've yeah. But I quite I quite like the fact because usually when something this huge the huge book series comes out and is adapted into a film, usually people will automatically say, "Oh, this is rubbish," but. These films were really well received. Yeah, yeah, so they were good, good adap- adaptations. Like really obviously, it cut a lot and changed and stuff like that. But yeah. they stayed true to the story. Yeah. Well, there'll be people who have just read the books and refuse to see the films, and they'll be vice yeah. versa as well. It's yeah, like me, I've not read the books, but I've seen all the films. Yeah, it's weird. you should read the books. I should you, read the books. You Are you going to read the? Cur- I'm currently reading Philosopher's Stone now. Yeah. Oh great! Congratulations. <laughs> um, I know what happens now. Do you know what I mean? I wish you just no, but it's even funner sometimes reading it after you've watched the film because then you're like, oh my goodness, they've just missed that out, and then it. Gets better yeah. as it goes on, and the thing is, I think is you'll be able, because you've seen it, you'll be able to picture the books easier in your mind because yeah. you've mm-hmm. seen it, and, and not yeah. really with the first one because the first one's quite small, same with the yeah. second one. But they mm-hmm. start to miss out more and more stuff uh-huh. as the books get bigger. They get so big, yeah. Because yeah. cool. is, Ord- is Order of the Phoenix not like? It's well, I was in Warstone yesterday, and there was loads of, and there was, and they were all there. Uh, Eight hundred, I can't remember. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. Seven hundred. <laughs> it's, it's very big. Um, so we'll move on to the films now. So Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone was released in cinemas on November sixteenth, two thousand and one. It's two uh, days before my birthday. What age were you? She would have just turned or turning just about five. To turn five. Yeah, I would have, yeah, fa- I would have yeah, four earlier in the year. Directed by Chris Columbus, mm-hmm. one of my favourite directors who also did um, Home Alone. And, and stuff like that. Chamber Secrets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, on IMDb, it currently sits at a seven point five, and a sixty four meta score. Um, in my opinion, this isn't the most fun Harry Potter film. It's not, or it is. It, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Right. It's, it's it's the one that's full of wonder mm-hmm. the most. It's full of fantasy, and um, I, I think I enjoyed watching this one more than anything else. Probably just because it's the first, it's the first time yeah. I'd seen it. Yes, because you're getting introduced to the magic as Harry is as well, yeah. and yeah. you're seeing it through his eyes, like when they're going across to Hogwarts and it pans up. It's and beautiful. And you're so kind of have that like. A extreme wonderment that he would have had and like every new thing diagonally that he mm. like that's all new to you as well yeah. I have to say as soon as that opening music plays oh. I get teary mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly that's a good segue let's, let's talk about the music so John, John Williams, Williams it doesn't do all the films but he does the first two 
I think really? so, but then I think they'd obviously still keep the sample yeah, yeah, score yeah, because yeah. it's just <clears throat> incredible. Yeah. Like, it's just so, beautiful music. So, where does it rank as your favourite soundtracks? Oh, it's, it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. Yeah. But then John Williams is like, John yeah. Williams is everything. Recently, yeah, so good. in Glasgow, they were showing the first mm-hmm. one, yeah. but they had the orchestra playing. They're showing the second one in December. <gasps> I am so excited. Oh, I want to go because I saw like there I knew quite a lot of people at that, and I really wanted to go, mm-hmm. but I just didn't have tickets. <laughs> cool. I saw it and I was like, "How are they going to do that?" But the fact that they just showed the film with a live band is fucking brilliant. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, Amazing. It's rated as one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. A great score. I'd say ever. so. It's up yeah. there with yeah. Star Wars. It's just beautiful. It's just really stuff, yeah. lovely music. Lovely music. So when Philosopher's Stone, we meet Harry Potter for the first time, and he's serving as a sort of slave for his aunt and uncle. Himself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he's he's, <laughs> na- he's snatched away from his mundane existence by Hagrid, <laughs> the groundskeeper for Hogwarts, and is quickly thrown into a world completely foreign to both him and the viewer. Uh, famous for an incident that happened at his birth, Harry makes friends easily at his new school, and he soon finds, however, that the wizarding world is far more dangerous for him than he would have imagined, Ooh. and he quickly learns that not all wizards are ones to be trusted. Ooh. Yeah, so what, what do you think of the, the first film then? Good introduction? Excellent. Yeah, it yeah, really fun. sets up the story. Yeah, is it one of the stronger ones, do you think? Uh, for yeah, for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. And ob- it gets darker as it goes on, but this one's very whimsical yeah because you're supposed to be young yeah, when you one. start yeah. reading them and it does get darker but this one's just so full of like magic and obviously it is dark it. and stuff like that but yeah. at the same time it's still a kid's film yeah and it's still yeah. got all that also kind of... I think this is like when because um, obviously this is the, it's the first movie so this is when you're introduced to all these characters and stuff but I think uh, Philosopher's Stone that's it you've got like that's the best casting ever I think yeah, you know, like you, it's one of the movies where you think like oh how have they actually cast that so well that these characters you know that they can carry on for another seven films and they're yeah. still perfectly fitted to that character mm-hmm. like Richard Harris yeah we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> him um, I have some fun facts about the film Woohoo. Uh, let's talk about Alan Rickman for a bit yep we all love Alan Rickman yeah we do yes do we? we do and I, I remember when we found God out they passed away yeah mm-hmm. remember that we were in class you guys rolling? No, I'd already, I'd already found out. I found out I was sitting at the train station and I was scrolling through Twitter. That's right. And then I um, saw it and I was like, no, no, that's, that's not horrible. real. That's got to be a fake. <laughs> and then kept scrolling and found more and more. And then I could not help it and I just started crying. Could not help. Like, there was just tears started rolling down my face. But I'd gasped when I, like, I went, <gasps> Oh, and then no. started crying and then about two seconds later there was a guy sitting two seats away from me he did the exact same thing oh, no. and then we both just looked at each other like tears rolling down our faces and we were like it's okay oh, <laughs> do you remember that day as well though I had texted you like yeah something bad is gonna happen today yeah because I had fallen over in the road in front of a bus yeah and like it was it was quite not right in front of a bus, but like I'd fallen over and like it was just embarrassing because it was quite busy yeah. in the street. And I texted her and I was like, I just fell Today over. Today is of a bad bus. day. Today's a bad day. Something bad's gonna happen. And then like five minutes later, I found Alan Rickman oh, dead, man. and I kind of felt a bit responsible for being honest. Claudia, you bitch. I know. Oh, excuse it me. Are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Yeah, yeah it's explicit. It's explicit. Oh wow. Fuck re- shit. Wank. I realised last night that I hadn't made the last two episodes explicit, and I was like, little kids like no. So Alan Rickman to you, Neve, and, and the oh. character of Snape. Oh, I was. Oh. I was. Inconsolable. I was yeah. inconsolable on the day that we, I found out that he, he had died. 
It's just, just so funny because we was. don't know him. Yeah, yeah, I know. We don't know him as a person, but we've grown up with him. He's one of your yeah. favourite celebrities in Canada. Yeah, he just he's, yeah. he I plays guess. a character in, a, in, in something that's just so important to you, so you're like, oh my god. Nobody could have played that better. No, no it was per- he Honestly, was Snape. I he could, the best not, part of those films. could not picture anyone else's Snape. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even, even if I like, tried. Imagine if he just said no. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that. Who would have played Snape? Or I don't want to come back for the next film. Well, that's because yeah. uh, Emma Watson almost did that. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, she. <laughs> it's okay. No, that's good. They'll get it out of it. So it's like she she was she was confused that whether she wants to come back to the films yeah. or not. Yeah. Who else could have played her? That's the thing is that's what changed her mind is because she, she was like she it, was yeah. like I can't imagine I can't I don't want to imagine seeing someone else playing Hermione you because though, Hermione's you? my part. Yeah. You wouldn't want to see that. I'd be I'd be so angry when we did that small town scene. Yeah. and we saw someone else doing it. I was like, no, he's doing it so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> then again, when now that Emma has done all the films when she went to see the stage production and she met Hermione yeah. the girl who's playing Hermione now she burst into tears she was like I'm so happy Yeah, I'm so happy that it's been passed on to yeah. this Emma pa- and then the, that's Hermione yeah. a different part of her life yeah that's yeah. Her, yeah, Hermione later on so it's like yeah. she's like wow that's my future <laughs> stuff. so the fun fact I was going to say about Alan Rickman was that J.K. Rowan handpicked him to play the parts yeah. mm-hmm. and he received special instruction Mm-hmm. From, I was going to uh, say that. Yeah, yeah, because she, she told him what's going to happen. Yeah. Providing the actor with vital details on Snape's backstory. He was the only one that knew any actor. Yeah. Like, I would just like explode if I had a kiss. Yeah. Well, like I was going to say, imagine having that power. And, and J.K. Yeah, Rowan yeah. is the only person in the world, that, again, Alan Rickman to a certain extent, but she's the only person in the world who's going to see these films and knows what's going to happen. You know? Like, if without the, the full films, story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, in the first story, yeah. she knew what was going to happen. Yeah. So, in the last one, she had it all planned out. I wonder what she thought when she was watching the films. She probably loved them. She loves them. Yeah. yeah. She says that. <laughs> she no, had a big hand in the casting. Yeah. She, yeah. She, yeah. Did she? Was she not? Uh, did she not like start producing in the later films? She or was she, a producer for the last two, I think. Yeah. Was she? The yeah. first one she produced was first. Yeah, yeah but you know she loves it. Like it's it's yeah. her baby. Yeah. Like because I mean I'm she sure wrote she the screen was... screenplay for Fantastic Beasts. Like she wants yeah. to keep it going, whether it's for money or whether it's just because these characters mean so much to her. Like she's keeping it going no matter what yeah, but that she's she made so many like little stories about each character yeah the amount of like because when you go into Pottermore with like all the different background yeah. stories and you're like how how does she how has she created this it's like like it's the same with like Tolkien like how do they create these yeah, worlds like Game of Thrones and stuff yeah like, like they've just created brand new yeah. worlds and they've got all these tiny like little details tiny tiny details uh-huh. and te- details that don't even seem important at the time like the snitch yeah. in the first film and then it's like such a huge thing by the last one yeah speaking of casting <laughs> uh, Robbie Coltrane was the first person ever to be cast yeah, she said she had him in her mind when she was writing the yeah. books mm. I think I think he may be my favourite character Hagrid oh Hagrid's so good oh Hagrid I love him uh, uh, oh, 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 oh. so Alec Guinness was considered to play Dumbledore Oh. Who plays um, Ben Kenobi in the original Star Wars yeah. trilogy, but mm. died shortly before filming began. Oh. Mm. I don't. I mean, I, I wouldn't say no, but I don't see how anyone else could play Dumbledore. Well, <gasps> oh. I know. Well, Richard Harris is Dumbledore. Richard yeah. Harris yeah. is yeah. just. His, it's, Dumbledore. it's the the little sweetness of his yeah. voice and just you know is that, that kind like, of twinkle in his eyes. I was going to ask which one you prefer. I just wish. Yeah. I just wish that. Because I don't even know if he'd be able to do it, you know, when Dumbledore brings it out and he's like an actual I badass. I think he could have. Like, he probably could have, but like, I wish I could have seen, seen that. Yeah, because like, like, he... like when Michael Gambon comes in in the third one, like, runs about, mm-hmm. bustles about, and uh, it's just like because... a bit too high energy, because then when he busts out, it's not as big a deal. Yeah. Dumbledore is old. 
Like, oh, yeah, he is Yeah, old. but he's still powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I think Richard Harris could have pulled that off. And also, in Goblet of Fire... Uh, no, it's, I've got it written down. We'll just wait, we'll wait, we'll wait for, that. for that. We'll wait for that. I don't know what they're talking about, but we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Daniel Radcliffe learned that he won the role for Harry Potter whilst he was in the bath, which is a nice wee oh, yeah, factoid. There's yeah. something about him. He was at a play. Um, he was seeing a play, and uh, the casting director or somebody was at the play and his mum and dad were like go talk to him because yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his mum and dad were some kind of influence like they weren't yeah. just like normal people yeah. they, were, they were in the business yeah mm. I think so a question came up on a recent episode of The Good Bit um, from a listener that was who would you have cast as a new Spider-Man if it wasn't Tom Holland who would you have cast as Harry Potter if you could change it Oh wow! Okay. You had to. It could be Daniel Radcliffe. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> do we need to pick like somebody young, or could it be somebody old? And then we that's go up to your imagination. Oh, okay. I'm going to shut the window. Oh yeah, because there's someone making noises. Apologies. Somebody's cutting the grass. I think it's like it's the street cleaner. Oh, it's the street cleaner. Sorry, guys. Oh, and then it has to be British, obviously. So yeah. Do you have anyone in mind, Chris? No, I just thought the question there. I think Ross Brody from Rent. Tom Hardy. Oh. <laughs> Tom Hardy. Tom, why is Tom Hardy? Who's Tom Hardy? Wait, is that not Bane? Bane. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who's Tom Hardy? I thought for a minute that I was like, wait, Tom Holland? <laughs> it was just a question that I thought, Tom Holland would be a good one. I don't know, maybe just let it um, stew for a bit. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I need to think this through. It's just a question. Don't let it distract you from the rest of the episode. Uh, Harry Potter great. and the Philosopher's Stone by 2002, by February 2002, was the second highest grossing film worldwide Woo-hoo. behind the Titanic. Uh, by May 2002, it had oh, earned Titanic. 317 million pounds. I don't like Titanic. I've never seen it. I refuse to watch it. It's four hours long. Is no, it? It's not. Three and a half hours long. Is Fuck it? that. It's a long film. It's a good film. Anyway, Harry like Potter. I know. Yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter is better. Uh, and my final fun fact. Oh, no, I've got another one. Warner Brothers originally considered making the entire Harry Potter series a set of computer animated films. Yeah, because Spielberg, Spielberg was going to direct, but he wanted to direct it as an animation with... What the hell? With the guy from Sixth Century, the one that's like, I see dead people. He um, mm-hmm. wanted him to voice Harry. But then... Oh, really? Yeah, but then he pulled out, so it was what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank fuck. <laughs> or attempting to combine several of the novels into a single movie Christ. the studio's oh, reasoning mainly had to do with the concern over the rapid ageing of the child actors if production ran too long or if production had to be delayed between sequels leading actors to me having to be recast oh you can't see series of unfortunate events it like no, no. Oh, I hate series of unfortunate I'm not even going to get started I know. No. oh yeah we put three, three books, books in one. one like yeah they're short books but still yeah. come on yeah, that, that's all my fun facts on uh, on on philosophy. You couldn't have done you, that with Harry Potter. You didn't. No. Know. I've got seven more films to go. I know, but uh, you've got off to a good start. Uh, yeah, I love Philosopher's Stone. That's my second favorite Harry Potter film. Are you not going to save that for an actual I know, list? Excuse me. I'll be in the next episode. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a great film. I love it. It's full of wonder, and it was the first time I've ever seen Harry Potter ever. Yeah. Recently, just under a year ago I mean it's a good one to start it's the beginning <laughs> it's a good one to start with. but you know I wish I saw it when I was younger I can't or believe I've seen it in the cinema I or can't I'm believe sure they never... probably do have some sort they of did, cinema yeah, they, thing because they, they not that long ago Cineworld was showing all the Harry yeah. Potters uh, <laughs> for the sake I'm so yeah. sorry <laughs> I, I touched the uh, line Cineworld was showing like it, it was like every week they showed a new one like a, well not a new one but like the, they started mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah that'd be cool um, well, I want them to do it again because I kept missing it <laughs> but it's not like these classic films that came out and, and you wish you saw them when you were younger these were out when I was here 
That's funny that you didn't. Like, why didn't you? I don't know. You know, I, I saw. Is it just like maybe your parents? Wrestling. Wrestling your and, and your parents just were like, oh no, he's not, he won't yeah, be interested. Yeah, they weren't in really. My dad is, but they because it's definitely our parents that your sister sees. Yeah, sister loves them. Yeah. My rest, the wrestling and the Star Wars were more good. Wrestling, Star Wars, and oh, Star all Wars, TV. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. watch little movies. I'd say all this stuff is in the same vein, though, like Star Wars, Star Lord Wars, of Lord of the Rings, Rings yeah. yeah. Big um, franchise. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings is another one I've not been there. Oh, you've got to. <laughs> yeah. You've just, got just, to. I will. I've got the first you one recorded will. at home. Coming soon. Um, all the DVDs. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you do Lord of the Rings episode, I am here. Okay. Oh, you should get, get Claudia's brother. brother. <laughs> He's got a cool. one ring thing tattooed um, on That is a cool tattoo. I've always wanted it, then Connor got it. Oh, damn it, I mean, Connor. you can still get it. I know, but it would be weird if we had matching tattoos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Hi, Connor. I, I didn't really watch many films when I was younger. Like When I was when I was younger, it was always I Nickelodeon did. and Disney Channel. I watched everything. And oh, wrestling, that so was it. So many films. The films mm-hmm. I watched when I was younger was, was an, animated Disney. films. Disney, so much Disney. Disney. Coming films. soon on the good bit. <laughs> Disney films. So yeah, anything else on Philosopher's Stone before we no, move I on? No, I think we can carry on. Yeah. Out of ten, <laughs> what did you give Philosopher's Stone? 10. Like, I've got to give them all 10 out of 10. Yeah, there's, no, yeah. there's, no, there's not one where I'm like, I'm really disappointed with this film. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, well, speaking of that, actually, my, my least favourite Harry Potter film is the next one. Really? I think that, no, that is a, bit, that is that's a, a common, general consensus. Yeah. 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 I want to know the funny the thing. One. Chamber of Secrets is my favourite book. It's oh, really? my favourite one. It was a good book. It's, it's the one I've read the most. It's Daniel Radcliffe's favourite book as well. Me and Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, you're like twins. (laughs) I could have played Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Who would I be cast? Leanne. Um, Actually. Sexy nips. Um, On November the 15th, 2002. Hi, Mr. and Mrs. McMaster. It's Mr. My Birthday. (laughs) On the the 15th of November, 2002, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets was released in cinemas by uh, Chris Columbus again directing. Uh, It has a 7.4 IMDb average and a 63 Metascore. Uh, in this film, after being forced to spend his summer holidays with his muggle relations, Harry <laughs> Potter gets a real shock when he gets a surprise visitor. Dobby the house elf. <laughs> a surprise what? Visitor. Visitor. Trying to be nice A visitor. Dobby the house elf. Who warns Harry against returning to Hogwarts, for terrible things are going to happen. Harry decides to ignore Dobby's warning and continues with his prearranged schedule. But at Hogwarts, strange and terrible things are indeed happening. The Chamber of Secrets has opened, and shit is about to go down. That's the IMDb I have to say that this is, this is actually one of my favourites. My, one of my favourite films, but that's kind of for sentimental reasons, because it was the first one that I remember yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? But also, it's, I just loved it. I don't I know if it is. Like, I, can understand, I can understand why people... Is it don't hold one? it to yeah, the same standard. It's two, two hours and forty one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can understand that people don't hold it to the same standard as the other ones. Yeah, I can understand that. I just, but I just love it. You know the thing though is like this is like the first proper introduction to uh, movie Jenny, um, and yeah. she is one of the worst things I, on this yeah. planet. She yeah. was so feisty and so strong in the book. In the book, she's incredible, and you're like, I can understand why Harry would fall in love with her. I but then, understand. movie Jenny, oh, I hate her. Yeah, ah, she's annoying. Her. She her. She I can't stand her. She's a, I've got a list of my least favorite characters. She's on it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Least favorite characters. Film Jenny is just. It's she not. It's not just, live up to the character. She doesn't give it justice to film. Mm. So, mm. Yeah. yeah. No. I love I love Chamber of Secrets. Though I loved the fact I loved the introduction to Lucius Malfoy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I love Lucius Malfoy. Yeah. That hair. That hair. That glorious. Was that thing about that Im- <laughs> what that improvised line that Harry. Did. Yeah, because oh, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe forgot his lines. 
It was yeah. at. It was yes. <laughs> I read that. I don't write it down, but I know you what did, you're talking there about. Were, yeah. There was the bit um, in the film where it's like Lucius and Harry in Dumbledore's office, and it was an mm. improvised line because it's like, oh, I feel like should say something here. Yeah, because he was like, oh, let's hope the Harry Potter's always going to be around to save the day. And he then he's like, up don't worry, I, I will. will be. Or will. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> but there's that, odd, I think this is in this film as well. Oh yeah, there's Draco improvised a line, Tom Felton, because um, oh, so, yeah. when he's got his glasses on, uh, what, Crabbergoyle, when they're changing yeah. from the apologist post and, and he forgot his line, he's like, I didn't know you could read. <laughs> yeah. So good. Love it. Oh, is that one of your fun facts? I don't know. No, it's not. Um, more fun facts about Harry Potter. Well, not more. Fun facts about Chamber of Secrets. Eddie Redmayne auditioned for Tom Riddle. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. oh Eddie Redmayne led on to star in Fantastic Beasts. Um, Daniel Tom Ra- Riddle, sexy in this one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I fancied him a lot, yes. and I was six years old. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He First was my sexual crush. awakening. Tom Riddle, Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> you know it was Human Shrek. Shut up. It was Human Shrek. Actually. <laughs> human Shrek. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Sidetracked from Harry Potter for one quick, quick second. Human it's, Shrek. It's Human Shrek, not one of the most sexiest animations you've ever seen in your life. It's not that I'm handsome. <laughs> yeah, he is. I'm a stallion, baby. I'm a stallion, baby. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to Harry Potter. <laughs> but yeah, Tom Riddle was was damn, damn, damn. Anyway, um, Harry Potter is really an idiot in this one. Like he's really oh, fucking he really stupid. Was. Like when the barrier closed, he said he'd be like, no, I'll just wait until my parents. Ron's parents is all. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh, he doesn't have parents. Oh, wait until Ron's parents come back. No, oh. I'll take the flying car and fly it in front of everyone yeah like I, yeah. oh he's just an idiot they're doing and then i'll just write in this diary that seems normal would, it's talking back to me they would not survive without hermione can i, I can I, no. my no, dad says that all the time without a doubt my dad says that hermione is the r2 of harry potter <laughs> <laughs> can i just say though harry is a fanny like an absolute idiot <laughs> really is. like because obviously what Claudius just said about the, about the car but it's like this does he not spend the full movie being like it's it's malfoy it's malfoy yeah. it's got to be malfoy and then in every other story every, every movie every, <laughs> every, every book every, every film it's it's malfoy or it's snape and it is never <laughs> malfoy <laughs> Boy Snape until yeah. until uh, Half Blood Prince yeah and that but well, then it's like <laughs> but there's no point but everyone's like them. we're not gonna believe you because yeah, the, boy that Mal- the boy that cried <laughs> Malfoy <laughs> but it's like it's Malfoy it's Snape it's Mal- no it's not and then okay. Half Blood Prince is both of them yeah. And, but no one and believes him not. because he's called for everyone every time he's always like it's Malfoy it's Snape I'll tell you no it's fucking not Harry <laughs> which is why when it comes to like the person stuff in Half-Blood Prince is like you're being an idiot it's not Draco it's not Malfoy it's not him and then it turns out that it is yeah. I thought out there that Harry Potter is not one of my least favourite characters in Harry Potter he's not one of your least favourites no favorite. he is yeah. one of my least favourites he's like, a lot do you know what a lot of in the books actually... he's the worst thing about it I'm like stop moaning Harry like <laughs> That's please just get a grumpy yeah, he's Harry the worst Potter thing about it is never the favourite character no, in Harry for sure. Potter he's, he's, missing, the no, he's so annoying <laughs> anyway, anyway, Daniel will love you, but geez, oh, uh, he said. Oh, that, also, the first, I do love these two movies. The acting by some of the kids is oh, questionable yeah. at best sometimes. Yeah. Like I mean, when you acting... rewatch, it's like I'm a what? <laughs> <laughs> some of the acting, apart from Rupert Grint, he's always yeah. been stellar. Questionable at best. <laughs> yeah, honestly. When we get to the third film, yeah, there, there's there, there's a little a little character 
who's like a piece of gold in that film. <laughs> like a tiny character. We'll get to that. We'll get to we that. But yeah, their, their, their acting does get better. Yeah. Do you know what, though? I kind of disagree. I think the acting... To be honest... Right, uh, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, the, see, the, I think genuinely the acting from Daniel Radcliffe, sometimes Emma, never really Rupert, but to be honest, the acting's just not great. But no. it's the only people that could do it. Like, yeah. it's yeah. not great acting, yeah. but it's it's the character. Do you know yeah, my dad, they did, yeah. they do you did know, get better throughout the film. I disagree. Mm-hmm. Do you know what my dad said? Mm-hmm. My dad said that Daniel Radcliffe is a good actor, but not a very good Harry Potter. Like, oh, oh that, actually, do you know what? I agree. Well done, <laughs> I James. Agree, James. Well done, James. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, because he's actually quite good in all his other films. Like, I think he's really good. But then, as Harry Potter, I'm but also not as convinced as I should be. Can we say Emma Watson is a good Hermione, but not a very good actor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. Very Honestly, true. she's just one of the most. Bland, yes. boring. Yeah. Th- but I love her so much, but she's just I so bland. I love the new Beauty and the Beast, but that's because she I, was the worst thing about I, it. I love Beauty and the Beast, and mm. I would love it no matter what. However, she was Hermione, and Emma Watson, she was not Belle. No, uh, can I just good, say? Yeah, she was Hermione. Uh, Rupert Grint, excellent actor, but cannot pick good films to act in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because see, since Harry Potter, he's had like a couple oh, all right films. He's been on the stage. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay then. He's been on <laughs> well like, done, Broadway, Rupert. so well done, you, Rupert. <laughs> well, so is Harry. Harry's done fucking everything. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. He's such yeah. a good actor, and he's been on. Broadway he was, and, he was and excellent. Broadway. He was excellent like on Broadway and how to succeed in business without really. Trying. But Rupert Grant has just like, always been a good actor. Emma like, Watson. Yeah. He was the best out of the three of them. She isn't the best actress, but she is a, a very a genius. She's, she's a very so informed. Smart. She's a very informed person. Right. Yeah. Right, <laughs> <laughs> um, Daniel Radcliffe said that Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets is his favourite book. Yo, big up. Um, <laughs> big up. What? Big up. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, during post-production, producer David Heyman went to visit Richard Harris in the hospital. Aww. Though he was very weak from his illness, Harris insisted that the role of Dumbledore not be recast. Sadly, Harris passed away shortly before production was to begin on the next film, necessitating a recast. Let the waterworks begin. Honestly, that, mm-hmm. no. yeah, that's really sad. He's just and he didn't even want that part of his granddaughter yeah. made him. His yeah. granddaughter was like, uh, "I'm I not going to talk, talk to you. Like you don't do it." And, and like, who was the actor know. that took the part? Michael, Michael Gambon. Gambon. Michael Gambon. Ugh. No, he, no, 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 no. He, he did but well, like, but he wasn't as good. No. Do you want to know though? He's what made me hate Dumbledore. I don't. Dumbledore is my favorite character as Richard Harris. Yeah. Dumbledore as Jeez. Michael Gambon. No, no. Maybe that's that. There were he there was something You're not Richard. Something <laughs> cocky about him. Yeah, there was something about him in each film. I was like, this I don't know what it is. It's okay, You're we'll not Richard. <laughs> I don't know what it was about him, but he just yeah. there was something irritating. There was something and just like it just wasn't him. cocky about him and yeah. like Dumbledore's not supposed to love himself that it's like confrontational as well. He was too aggressive in some points, as we will discuss in the fourth film. Oh yes. The the dreaded line. <laughs> the line that we're we'll going to talk about. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Uh, in the UK, Chamber of Secrets became the first movie to achieve a million DVD sales in its first weekend. Oh, I helped them. I <laughs> helped them. <laughs> at least half, honestly. <laughs> I was yeah. at least half of them. Yeah, um, Actually, do you know what? I've got Harry Potter Philosopher's Stone on video. I think so do I. Oh. I've got the, I've got the nice. like, I've got it when it first came out on DVD there when it's like the cardboard yeah, the I've cardboard box and all that. But yeah. I've got it on video. 
I think I might have we we definitely had Chamber of Secrets but whether we still do I think I had it on video as well but mm-hmm. I don't think we've got them both on video anymore um, and one of my favourite fun facts of the whole series Daniel Radcliffe was required to shave his leg for the scene where Harry reveals he's missing a sock <laughs> he's not like oh my god shave your leg <laughs> so, why though is it because boys it's because he's supposed don't... to be like 12 but he's got like the leg of, of you <laughs> I don't know so yeah he was told to shave his leg apparently so there that's you go, that's, that's Chamber of Secrets. That's what Ewan's going to have to do for every acting job he ever gets. <laughs> Shave your leg, Shout and out. your back, Shout and your crack. <laughs> Shout out to Diabetes Hoban. <laughs> he was you. also supposed to wear contact lenses because yeah. famously he has green eyes oh, in the book. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. That's but such they, a faff what, in the movie. Did they like, irritate oh, his eyes or something that. like that? So he You've got your mother's eyes. Your eyes are blue. Your mum comes in, she's got bright green eyes. Oh, yeah, also, and then the other way around. Then the little girl that played... Lily has brown eyes. Yeah, they not have just found because they could have found a little gender actress that had the same because they could have just based on Daniel Radcliffe's eyes in the film rather than go back to the mum. Yeah, Yeah. just oh. We'll see little details like that. Would you be angry if they changed little details like that from the books? Well, they did eyes. So that did. Well, no, it didn't. (laughs) It didn't really matter that Harry didn't have green eyes, but then for them to say you've got your mother's eyes, they should have cast an actress. Or with because Daniel Radcliffe's eyes. That's yeah. what, yeah. like, throughout the full film, anytime someone meets Harry, you've got your mother's eyes, and he's like, Yeah, I know, I've got my mother's eyes. And then you like see his mum comes that. into it, she's got brown eyes, he's got blue eyes. It's just not quite right. No, okay. you don't. You don't have your mother's <laughs> eyes. No, but your, you've, uh, you've got your eyes. He, that doesn't, is he it. doesn't even look like the dad. Yeah, I know. He doesn't but, like, yeah. look like the dad. She comes in as this little odd ginger, brown eyed, floppy mess. I don't oh. like her. I'm I over it. Yeah, okay. I'm over. I'm over you, Lily. Okay, um, we're halfway <laughs> down. We're halfway done in this episode, so we're going to take a little break, and we're going to talk about our top five fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Got me confused. Pull yourself together, man. Damn it! Right, um, we're going to do our top three favorite Harry Potter films. Is that right? Yeah, well Nailed. done. Um, Nailed it. First time. We're going to go around everybody, and we're going to do. Uh, I think we should start with Christopher. The one that's not compared to this. Okay, yeah. My uh, top three favourite Harry Potter films. Number three, Deathly Hallows Part 2. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> my number two, Philosopher's Stone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My favourite Harry Potter film, Prisoner of Azkaban. That's a, Honestly, lo- that's a lot of people's favourites. Is that okay? Can I just say something? That's my list. Boom. Yeah. Like that, yeah. Shut up, really? That's my list. That's uh, so funny. Yeah. In exactly that order. I'd say no, wait, wait, wait. I'd say that's quite a maybe, common favourite. Maybe I would yeah. switch. Uh, I would do three, the uh, Philosopher's Stone, two, Prisoner of Azkaban, and one part two. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think my dad oh, likes yeah. part two. Interesting. Leanne. Um, mine. Uh, you can do the top five, five if you want. No, no, that's right, that. My number three is uh, Half Blood Prince. Mm. Yeah. Um, my number controversial. Yeah, I know. The thing is, is though, I feel like my list is controversial because I think I. Because like, a lot of people's favourites are like Prisoner of Azkaban. Asker- <laughs> Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. Harry Potter. I am serious, Brad. Prisoner of Azkaban. I feel like a lot of people's favourites. I feel like everyone, I like, I'd say a majority of people's favourite is like Prisoner of Azkaban, but that's not in my top three. Oh, oh. Half Prince annoyed me because it left out so much you know much what? Stuff I think Half Blood Prince. Like, uh, did I say earlier, like, that was the first one I read on my own? Yeah. Book wise. Mm-hmm. So then when the film came, I was like, oh my god, this is like the, okay, the okay, one. Yeah, okay. um, so I was just really excited for it. And I really liked the 
just the whole premise of the. I thought it was a really funny one. Yeah, it was. See, the pincers. Uh huh. It's when um, yeah. when uh, they go to the cupboard to pick up the potion books, and obviously like the yeah. Half Prince ones there, and it's like they both like look at each other, and then they like pounce. Like I was thought it was got hilarious. The whole lavender thing. Yeah, yeah. lavender who's now white. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Lavender, lavender brown you is whitewashing. Lavender, oh god, <laughs> lavender brown is uh, it was black, black in the first, black for the first all films, and then suddenly she's white in that yeah. one. But um, anyway, no, so number three, number three, Half Blood Prince. Number two, Chamber of Secrets Ooh. again because the book and all that. And I think Gilderoy Lockhart, I cannot stand him, but it's just brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is brilliant. And then number one, Philosopher's Stone. Nice. Because that is the one that introduced you to yeah. the magic. And yeah. it's the one I've definitely watched more than anything. Totally understandable. Because I think I've watched that about a thousand billion times. Cool. Neve. Uh, Did you not prepare a list? Well, I had a top five. Well, well no, just do, well, you just do your then. then. Cut, cut off your five and four. No, but then it changes it. Yeah. It changes it. Do it. Just do top five. Right. Oh, yeah. Top just five. Just it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Come in here. Death- <laughs> Deathly Hallows part two. And then... Is your number five? five? It's my five. Five. It's my number five. Honestly. Ridiculous. Keep going. <laughs> and then... And then it's Philosopher's Stone. Yep. Half Blood Prince. Yep. Chamber of Secrets. Wee oui, wee. Oui. And then Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm, nice. see. Prisoner of Azkaban. It's all your faves. Prisoner of Azkaban is Azkaban. What? That's a good segue into our next section. We have <laughs> yeah, Prisoner before, of Azkaban. Oh, before sorry. we do. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, it is. Before we do. Before we get on to Prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban. He's got nicknames yet. Oh, 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 I forgot. <laughs> I forgot to let it stew. <laughs> um, we got we got sidetracked by all the amazing fun facts. Oh, I'm sweating. It's really hot in here. Is it got to be a play on our name? No, because my sexy right. nips. Because <laughs> I used to get called Claudike. Because you're a big dyke. Yeah. <laughs> I probably no. Don't do that. Because I probably wouldn't type that. Okay. Um, Edit that out because I just said dyke on the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Twice. <laughs> I'm just sorry. Um, I used to, oh. back in the room. I just said dyke on the air. <laughs> Twice. You just said it a third time. Edited. Calm down, man. <laughs> you could be sitting editing this later, just be like. <laughs> well, I was thinking that. I was like, I hope it runs smoothly because I can't even listen to it again. Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Um, Cods. Uh, Do you need more time? Yeah, just, just a fun name for us to call you. Curly Sue. <laughs> Curly Sue. Do you like that? Curly yeah, Sue. Yeah, man, whatever. Right, I thought of one, guys. Uh, it's Curly Sue. Curly Sue. Why? Did the poo. Because I have really curly hair. I'm sure we'll put up a. Curly nice Sue. Or something. <laughs> Claude's and Claude's the cur- Yeah, Neve. <laughs> Neville. I, probably Neville. Neville. Nice. Neville. I like it. Make it. Neville. Harry Potter. Neville. And also, my name's Neve, so Neville. it works. But, wow. I love it when you have to explain jokes. Um, <laughs> is that a joke? You think it's some kind of a joke? <laughs> this is not a joke. This is no joke. Um, it's Harry Potter. Yeah. This okay. is life. <laughs> nice segue before. Sorry, I'll do um, it again. That was a nice little segue into Harry Potter, the prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban. <laughs> I know, I did it on purpose. <laughs> God, you're ruining my joke. May 31st, 2004. 
What? Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban was released into cinemas directed by Alfonso Could Be Anything. Coron. <laughs> this Coron. is the first one that's not released in November. Yes, which is mm. which is crazy because then they need to wait longer. So Harry Potter fans would have been... Mm. Yeah, oh, this is because this was the first with a because it was two thousand and four because you've gone two thousand two two thousand four. Um, I would have liked it if they'd stick two thousand three because it's the third film, you know. But yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> as Harry becomes more content with using magic outside of school, he soon learns that a dangerous criminal and Voldemort's trusted aide, Sirius Black has escaped from the Azkaban prison and he wants to kill Harry to avenge the Dark Lord. To worsen the conditions for Harry, vile creatures called Dementors are appointed to guard the school gates and explicitly happen to have the most horrible effect on Harry. Little does he know that by the end of the year, many holes from his past, whatever he knows of it, will be filled up and he will have a clearer vision of what the future has in store. Can I just come in, you know how you said he's got more comfortable with using magic outside of school? Yeah. You're not what? allowed to! No, yeah, also, yeah, mm. why would they gloss over something like that in the movie yeah. when he's using a spell uh, and then it also happens in this but he says that he said that bef- like they've said that before they've they've opened up that premise you're not allowed to do ma- magic outside <laughs> 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 let me start again you're not allowed to do magic outside of school they set up that premise mm-hmm. in the first few films I think that's a bugbear like, for a lot of people that yeah. they just put that in for because characters had said that to Harry before <laughs> like Hagrid said it yeah, in the first one yeah, it's no, a real, it's a real Hogwarts. Because then they're like, oh, you can't do things outside Hogwarts. And then Hermione comes along and she's like, Oculus Repair. Yeah. And you're just like, that's no right, Hermione. You can't do that. <laughs> you broke you're going to ask about Because it. then Harry... You're saying that then, you don't break rules and then you just Because that in the later films, Harry gets in a lot of trouble for doing magic outside of Hogwarts. Yeah. I know, but Hermione doesn't... Hermione is just a special case. Everyone loves Hermione. I mean, she is a special case, as this movie shows, because she gets very special treatment. She really yeah, she does. does. Mm-hmm. She's anyway. the favourite. Uh, this has a 7.8 IMDb score and an 82 meta score. Yeah. Um, this is the best Harry Potter film, in my opinion. I think yeah. it is the most pivotal. Uh, it, it takes it was a, a very dark. Point. It was a style Turn. change as well. Oh, yeah, yeah with, with Alfonso coming on. Oh, he was. <laughs> Sexy Alfonso. <laughs> it was a Such turning a point. Well, it? it was a turning point in the story. It was a quite a big. Yeah, it was a turning point, point in the books, and for them to go completely yeah. different from Christopher Columbus. Yeah, I can very di- clearly like, remember seeing this in the cinema and being like, "Oh my god, this a is whole scary. like mm-hmm. tone change, even with the colors yeah. and like yeah." The, it's really beautiful film. It's honestly, beautiful the film. yeah, the way the camera moves and stuff. And they always like do like there. There were so many like really nice yeah. shots of like and the like maybe like Dementors like floating mm-hmm. along yeah. and like the, and the whole, yeah, icy like, and all yeah, that. Yeah. The time aspect, like going through the clock and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And the, inter- really the introduction of the Marauders. Yeah, you can't, mm. you, the, the, mar- the Marauders. Marauders. <laughs> Shut up. The Marauders and Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. Marauders. And back in the room. <laughs> Three, two, one, back in the room. Um, the it's the introduction of the Marauders. <laughs> oh, God's sake. The one that begins with an M. The introduction of. Maybe you were, oh, my God! Here, it's on my leg! The Marauders. The Marauders. Marauders. Mini Wormtail Padfoot and Prawn. The introduction of the Marauders. <laughs> <laughs> right, the Marauders. It's really nice because it introduces them. We're not really sure yeah, what exactly. is going on. And who, are who are they? Who are they? I don't know. Let's ask Neve. That- <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. It's really lovely how they go back to that. I really want them to make a film about them. 
just yeah. about the story. Because they miss out a lot of mm-hmm. the story, yeah. of their story. I really love their story. I'd love a series. Yeah, like I, a TV series. Ooh, I, re- I really Netflix. love their stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I love time travel and things like that. I'm a huge Back to the Future fan and a huge even Star Wars fan and things like that, and Star Trek, so things like that, where time travel is key. It isn't necessarily like a DeLorean in this film, but the fact that you reference other parts of films later on and reference themselves mm. within the same saga that yeah. I, I, I don't know why that interests me so much but I love it so much When even in TV yeah. series when they look back at old mm-hmm. seasons and stuff they reference themselves I love it that's that's my favourite part about this what I like about that is you think the film's over and then yeah that's the thing I remember being in the cinema because I'm like oh that's it film's done mm. bug beak steed <laughs> like, and then the right. series they is just fucked <laughs> they just repeat it and then they fix it they just also, fix it introdu- introduction of also introduction of Lupin Yes. Who is one and serious and serious both which, honestly with the marauders the marauders <laughs> can I just can I just say what annoys me so much is that uh, mm. when it comes when Sirius comes into it and Lupin comes into it like mm. Harry suddenly thinks he's got these two father figures or these two like male figures that he's never had before yeah. Pro- that what annoys me about this is he has had that because Arthur Weasley like exactly. and Molly Weasley yeah. like they basically take him and in Hagrid, Hagrid fucking Hagrid Dumbledore well no Hagrid <laughs> I guess because Hagrid doesn't have that connection to his past yeah. but the thing is Hagrid like carried Hagrid does have it because he's the one that takes Harry from no I know I know but I don't with his parents but does Harry the whole thing is that Sirius knew his dad so did, they yeah. were friends when they, they were, were younger. Ha- yeah, I get Harry, that Hagrid knew them too Hagrid knew them too it's a new connection to the past for him yeah. I know, but it just annoys so me when everyone's like, so oh my god, Harry had these amazing father figures, and I'm like, he had them already. Okay. He did. Um, this is one of my favourite facts about the whole series as well. In order to acquaint himself with the three lead actors, the director had each of them write an essay about oh, I their love characters this from the from a first person point of view. Emma Watson, in true Hermione fashion, went a little overboard and wrote a 16-page essay. Daniel Radcliffe wrote a simple one-page summary, and Rupert Grint never turned us in. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's so much like their characters. Yeah. And I would even I'd like that mm. more if he didn't turn it in on purpose. He didn't. Unless he's, he may have just forgotten. He didn't turn, no, he didn't turn. He didn't turn it in because Ron wouldn't turn it in. Brilliant. That's great. Um, a clause in the director's contract forbade him from cursing in front of kids on set. Something I probably should do in the good bit. Um, aware of his fondness for music, Gary Oldman presented Daniel Radcliffe with a bass guitar as a gift when they Aww. met. Gary Oldman. What a man! Yeah, I love him. I love him. So he's brilliant. Good. Such a good actor. Yeah, um, amazing. He's a great part of this film and one of the best characters in the whole saga. He looks so young as serious. I always thought that, like, and then I yeah. saw him in like with Batman, and I was like, "You're old." Yeah, he's, <laughs> like, you're so older than I he's so oh, good. He's so good. You're 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 beautiful. I've actually got great Wait, hair. You're you're, you're yeah. older. Yeah, I know. I got really okay. confused because I saw him in a film, and I was like, "Why is this man 83? Yeah. <laughs> um, Gary Oldman says that he accepted the role for Sirius because he needed the work as he hadn't acted in over a year he took time off to be with his family his last film was Sin which I've not seen uh, and he also took the role to please his son and this part made Oldman a hero with them and their schoolmates Aww. do you know funny his name's Oldman because he looks like an Oldman <laughs> <laughs> good one <laughs> banter the same <laughs> <laughs> Like a kind of extras bit was yeah. when they're all sleeping in the great hall yeah. oh sleeping yeah bags. and then Michael Gambon and Alan Rickman put like a fart yeah. <laughs> button in, in uh, Daniel Radcliffe's sleeping bag because yeah. <laughs> apparently we slept next, next to a girl that you fancied I was reading that as well and I was like that's funny um, filming was halted following the vandalism of the train 
Oh, oh good God. Who would vandalise the Hogwarts Bastards. Express? Bastards, whoever it was. J.K. Rowling said she got goosebumps when she saw several moments of the film as they inadvertently referred to events in the final two books and she said that people are going to start looking back on this film to think that those were put in deliberately as clues when they weren't. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Now you're going to watch the film and go like, ooh. Yeah, I know. Loki, like, want to do a marathon and now. Yeah. First film in the franchise to have rainy scenes at Hogwarts. Never rains at Hogwarts. Uh, M. Night Shamalamalan. Shamalabadingdong was offered the job to direct the film but turned it down in favour of The Village yeah I quite like that film why would you turn down Harry Potter but then also I do not want M. Night Shyamalan to direct Harry Potter he's weird they just added in some weird twist at the end and guys hang on a second are we all sitting down yeah Mm -hmm. this is the last film in the franchise to be dubbed in Icelandic (gasps) really how rude how rude rude? why I don't Why? know. I'm in shock. Those poor people. Yeah. Oh. Now they just have to do it with subtitles. Ah. It's just so sad. Um, yeah, yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban. There you go. What a film. Yeah. Anything Pres- else to say on, on Harry Potter 3? You know Prisoner what? of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. Love it so much. I love Gary Oldman. But there's this one character. Oh, oh yes. yeah. There's oh. just one small, tiny, tiny part. And it's the guy who's in the class. He's like in nearly every scene. If you watch the film, you're like... There he yeah. is. There he is. And he's the one who is in the divination classroom. Yeah, and the, the one that reads all the stuff yeah. out. Yeah, brilliant. Love him. Love him. He's in every single scene. Don't know where he came from. Don't know where he went Don't to. know who he is. <laughs> but he, he just is wandered a, on set. Yeah, it's but a little black guy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, but honestly, in every scene, in the background, you can see him. We had a drinking game in my family yeah. when we were watching that film. Me, my cousin, my mum, my aunt, and we were watching that film, and we drank every time we saw him on screen. Got nice. very, very drunk. Yes, we did. <laughs> also, there's that fun fact about when Hermione slapped Tom Felton. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. And yeah, he asked brilliant. her to practice, and she proper, like, smacked him right across the <laughs> face, and he was like, I, don't, like, I just, I, I didn't mean for you to actually properly, like. No, she punches him, doesn't she? In the film, but I think what I was talking yeah. about was that right. before, and That's he asked so her to practice, and right. she right. scalped him straight uh-huh. across the cheek. That's funny. I love that. That punch was one of the best moments in the film franchise. It really is. Also, I'm I pretty sure it. Hermione, or Emma Watson, fancied, used to fancy. She did, she fancied. Tom yeah. I think Hermione would punch someone to the slap them. Well, yeah, she, she does in the film. Yeah, yeah she's a, but she's it's a it. I, I like the bit where they're it's Harry and Hermione have just gone back in time and uh, they're about to go down and then they like see themselves ahead and she's like, "Oh, is that what I look like from behind?" Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. I love that bit. Yeah, great film. Yeah. That's one of my uh, favorite. That is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to Harry Potter four. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire was released on November 18th. My ninth birthday! <laughs> Is that where you went for your birthday party? No. You should have. I know. 2005. Directed by Mike Newell. <laughs> New- oh, right. Can I just say... Nobody mentioned this as part of their top. It's in, it's, it's in mine, I think. It's my number five. It's my number five. Mm. But can I just say, this movie has the moment that makes me cry more than anything in the full franchise... And do you do you know what it is? No. Cedric. No, it was not. It's not right. So obviously everybody knows Cedric Diggory dies, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not the fact that he's died. It's, it's his. It's, it's Amos. His it's Amos yeah. Diggory. Yeah. Just the way he's my like my boy. It's so wrong. My boy. Oh, oh that's that, that that is yeah. the hardest part to watch in the Phil's franchise for me. I just it just yeah. kills me every time. It was such an actual raw reaction. It wasn't just mm. like oh I'm crying. It was like like genuine, guttural. Uh huh. Like, like the, from the wailing. Heart. Yeah, it's horrible. Especially because like Cedric was like the, the pride and joy of Amos Diggory. Like mm-hmm. you've never yeah. met someone so proud of their son than you have mm-hmm. Amos Diggory. Mm-hmm. And then 
he loses his wee boy. Like, I wasn't a massive fan of Cedric, but, yeah. I mean, he's on my wall right now. <laughs> but yeah. um, that moment is the worst part yeah. of, for me, I I've got to say, though, this is one of my... Oh, at the bot, like, it's not one of my favourites. Oh, really? one of the, the ones that I kind of think about when I think about but, um, Dumbledore. But I think it's time to discuss the line. Oh, the Dumbledore oh, line? Oh, yeah, that we've been alluding to. Go on, then. Yeah. In the book. Uh-huh. <laughs> Should we all just take I different parts of the story? I'm going to sit back. Said Go. Dumbledore calmly. When... when Harry's name is revealed to be in the Goblet of Fire and he gets sent to the side. And in the film, Michael Gambon, will someone please... Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? In the he book. runs up to him like, Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? In the book it says, said calmly. Yeah, yeah. Did you and do you know what just breaks my heart is because you can just imagine Richard Harris's sweet yeah. little Irish lilt being like, Harry. <laughs> well... Harry, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Well, that no. could have been a that could have been a direction. No, but it could have been. I'm sure it was. I'm sure, yeah. but I don't give but a no. shit. Mike, Mike, Mike Newell, who also directed Donny Brasco and Prince of Persia. <laughs> I I just I think that fun facts you're full of. Ah yes. This film made me lose like some respect for yeah. Dumbledore. Yeah. 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 I was like, I just <laughs> yeah. I don't feel the same way about you anymore. I'm sorry. We're going to have to part ways. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, it's literally, and it's not... But I never feel like that in the book. I'm always like... No, I'm Yeah, like, you oh, always like Dumbledore, Dumbledore in the books, but in the movies. Dumbledore. And it's... I feel bad because, like, Michael Gambon had, like, big shoes to fill, but yeah. he just didn't yeah. film, no, in no. my opinion. And I, I, give the guy a break. No, like, he was good. He is he good. good. He, yeah. he has done well, but he's just not I know the Dumbledore. I know. I think my... Yeah. yeah. I think if yeah, they're wrong. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're definitely wrong, and they're not real fans. Obviously, I mean, it's, it's your opinion, but your opinion's because wrong. Richard Harris was Dumbledore. Yeah, he was Dumbledore from the books. He was the Dumbledore that we knew from the books. Michael Gambon was like a cheap imitation. Yeah, like, I love like a Tesco value. <laughs> yeah, like you got you got Richard Harris, who was like an M and S meal deal. Oh yeah, but then Richard, oh, oh, but then Mike- out there Waitrose. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me up, man. I know. That's pricey. Yeah, I you've know. got Richard Harris as your waitrose, and then you've got Michael Gambon as like Poundland. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't quite That's a bit hard. No, I I'll, go, I'll go Tesco value. No, Tesco. Morrison's own. Morrison's. Morrison. No, actually, do you know what? Morrison's is Asda delightful. Price. <laughs> What's Asda? Asda, what? Price? Aldi. Asda Smart. Aldi's cheap. Aldi's good, though. Yeah, do you know what, actually? He's, he's the sandwiches you get when you go to a little corner shop. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's I said it. But can some things really be like I don't hate him. It's just not Richard Harris. Um, he's there when you really need him, but he's not what you want. He's not what you're wanting. Yeah, like you're ho- walking home pissed. Everywhere else is closed. You'll go to the corner shop. You'll buy one of those sandwiches if you need to, but you don't and really it'll want do to. Need it'll, to. It'll, it'll, it'll do, do the, the job. job. It does the but job. But it's not what you wanted. But it's you want it's curry, not waitress. <laughs> Also, I totally insane. forgot uh, <laughs> David Tennant's in this film. Yes, yeah, oh, yes. And, yes. Was, and it was just before he started being the Doctor because yeah, I remember watching yeah. it really at um, my friend Cara's birthday party. Actually, shout out to Cara. Shout out to Cara. Um, they w- had it on a projector. We played this film, obviously illegally because it was not out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, David Tennant was there, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, that's the new Doctor!" And I remember being like, um, no. "Who is he?" Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he was good though. Also, I can him. I just say, so this is obviously also the introduction of Mad Eye Moody. Oh, yeah. Um, and obviously Harry gets quite close with Moody throughout yeah. this. But, <laughs> this well. but he gets close with Moody throughout this, but it's not Moody, yeah, it's it is uh, Barty Crouch Jr. But, but then, 
you know, people kind of just kind of forget that that wasn't actually Moody for that full time. And then he's close with him. And then suddenly in the next couple films, like, you know, Harry and Moody are best pals. And you're like, you don't know Moody. Mm. You actually do not know him. You saved him from a little box, but you actually don't know him. And you didn't actually save him from the little box. Yeah. It was the teachers that did that. Yeah. You did fuck all, Harry. (laughs) You almost got killed. Well done, ruining the franchise again. Harry, for fuck's sake. You killed Cedric, you got Voldemort back, and now you don't even save Moody, you fucking idiot. Honestly. And all of a sudden, your best pals with him. It's all a lie, it's a sham, and I'm done with it. (laughs) Also, this is the film where Ron and Harry fall out. Oh, what? Yeah. Every oh, film. I, like every I am not an owl. Every <laughs> film. Every film. I just, I can't. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Hagrid said to Hagrid. Also, she's saying, no, but like, she says it all to Harry, and then as soon as Harry wants to relay a message, she's like, I'm not an owl. <laughs> like, you did it for Ron. That's because she wants to pump him. True, though. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Um, Hermione wants to pump him. Okay. I, I find it interesting that J.K. Rowling was actually considering Harry and Hermione together. Mm-hmm. No. She also considered Ron dying. So. No, but she also she <laughs> also she also considered Hermione and Fred. Yeah. Or George. One of them. Both. One of them. What's that one? And Fred. Hermione. I always got confused there. Fred, yeah. What? Like, are they supposed to be twins or not? Well, yeah, they're yeah. Twins. <laughs> they're supposed to be twins. Although they just cast two actors that look similar. No, they're they twins. twins. I know, I know. I'm no, they do. It. They have a joke where they say like, oh, um, "We met the edition, but they're twins." <laughs> oh yeah. It was the bit where the, it was like an interview, like ages ago, and they were asking what book you would bring with you on like a desert island, and all some of them were like, "Oh, how Harry, to build a raft." Harry Potter, and some of them were like, "Ah, Prime oh yeah." Jenny says, "The Great Gatsby." Fuck off, Jenny. But then. <laughs> One of the twins, I can't remember which one, said how to build a raft. Genius. That's so much like his they, character. They are their characters. They are their characters. Actually, do you know twins. what I love is um, the twins got the copies of the book before the book came out. No, the copies of the... They got the copies of something mm-hmm. before it was like out released. properly, properly released. And they were on a train and uh, the ticket pa- person or the trolley person or whoever came along was like, do you want anything? Um but uh, the twin was crying because he'd just read that he died. <laughs> and ah. he's sitting there and he's like, I'm sorry, can I have a moment? Because I've just died. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, when, when they first got cast, they went up to the director and said, all right, which one's which? It's like, ha, ah, you're really funny. It's like, no, honestly, we don't, Gee, know, which, yeah. we don't know which one's playing Genuinely which. Genuinely not sure. Yeah. I don't think they even knew throughout the I think film. they just went for... No, because no. I think they said that they swapped and then <laughs> it got found out and they had to reshoot and they got in a lot of, tr- a lot of trouble. Mm. Really? They, they thought it'd be funny. And I don't think they did it for a lot of scenes, but like I think it was just in the Great Holy Switch, and then they had to reshoot it because they're like, oh, that's funny. And I was yeah. reading about from the last film where obviously, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, well, I mean, I've said it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you actually? Get, I thought you had a cross necklace on. <laughs> right. Carry on. Well, they were doing the whole bit where one of them's lying dead and. <gasps> I know and they and he they were doing the scene and all of a sudden they shouted cut because obviously the scene was they finished filming it yeah. but that he just kept crying and crying and crying because he was and he went up and gave him a huge hug and he was like I'm sorry I just I just couldn't imagine you being did dead. they not did they not do it that um, they didn't know that they were filming that scene that they like they were gonna walk, like he was walking to see him dead yeah so they like know. brought in all the family members and they they were um, like they all came in to film it, but like they didn't know. Yeah, they didn't know. Sweet. Yeah, and then all that then once they were finished shooting, he was still crying. He was like, "I just, 
was just picturing you being dead and I couldn't so they were just mm. sit, both sitting there crying and sobbing that's horrible yeah it's a really horrible scene to watch yeah. oh yeah um We've talked about Goblet of Fire for ages, but we've never actually covered anything about it. Yeah, it's we haven't actually. 7.7 IMDb, 81 Metascore. Uh, in <laughs> one of the first takes of Hermione's Cinderella moment, Emma Watson accidentally oh, yeah. tripped in that fancy dress and fell down the stairs. <laughs> Mike Newell was not aware that Alan Rickman wore black contact lenses for the role of Snape, until one day when he was complimenting Alan on the amazing shade of his eyes, Alan leaned over and popped out one of his contact lenses. That would be horrible, <laughs> wouldn't it? Oh my god. You've got so, such beautiful eyes. One minute. <laughs> beautiful black eyes you've got. <laughs> we have to recast him, he's lost an eye. Oh, uh, I've just seen you with. Daniel Radcliffe suffered two ear infections filming the underwater scenes. Oh, I've got to say that's bad. I suffer, I, I suffer from the ear infections. Yeah, sometimes. don't like, it, don't like They're ear awful. Um, over 3,000 girls turned up at the auditions for the role of Cho Chang. Cho Chang. In London on Dumbass. February 7th. <laughs> Can I just um, say. <clears throat> Tim Pump boring as fuck. Two pumpkin pasties, please. <laughs> Favourite line. Oh, is that hard? Is that the yeah. Scottish one? Two pumpkin pasties, please. Oh, oh she's just so boring. I'm sorry, Harry. Emma Watson wearing a ball gown. This is is nonsense. But it says Emma Watson wearing a ball gown foreshadows the 2007 remake of Beauty and the Beast, where Emma Watson, who plays Belle, also wears a gown. (laughs) What a fact! (laughs) Who wrote that? That does not foreshadow (laughs) anything. It's not the same. She wore she wore clothes earlier in the film, and that foreshadows the other films that she played. Yeah, 2005. She knew that she was playing Belle. That's why she wore a, a ball gown. Uh, Mike Newell only received $1 million to direct this film, oh whereas Chris Columbus received $10 million plus a percentage of the gross to direct Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. So basically, they're saying, Chris Columbus, you're a big name, you get all of the money. Mm-hmm. Mike, no. Fucking hell. What a shame. Didn't they change they changed the colour of Hermione's dress, didn't they? Yeah, the dress in the book's blue. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Don't go there. They changed it to pink. But the thing is, the dress is beautiful. Yeah, it, was it is beautiful. beautiful. It's a beautiful dress. Yeah, yeah. and the final I really fun wanted fact that dress for prom. Mm. For Goblet of Fire and this episode is this is the first film in the series that is not dubbed in Icelandic. Shocking. So, that's the end of that. It's an outrage, to be honest. Yeah. I have to say, I really wanted Hermione's dress for prom. Yeah? I really wanted Hermione's dress. Yeah. I'm sure someone like the, the, this year's prom was a few days ago I'm sure someone turned up wearing a Hermione dress also that we didn't even talk about it the okay. introduction of Ray Fiennes yes oh, oh yeah. yeah talk about that and then we'll close this episode as Voldemort yeah I started talking about the end of the film <laughs> 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 we forgot about Voldemort the, the most pivotal like the best introduction like, to a villain ever he was he Amazing. is incredible he's one of seven actors to play Voldemort and the best Mm-hmm. The, best. Mm-hmm. the best amazing I love that that the whole scene in the cemetery where he's mm-hmm. just kind of mocking Harry he's like you should bow yeah and, and I'm like, pretty sure Jackie Rowling yeah. one like was like I want him it's nice that you can just pick your actors yeah. and then yeah. they're gonna say yes all these greats also so lucky for the kids to grow up being taught by these yeah Maggie Smith Crazy. Alan Rickman all these like Rafe Fiennes yeah. I don't think Emma Watson Robbie learned much <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> we heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. over here. I thought I we liked Emma Watson on this I show. I know we do like Emma I Watson. I love Emma Watson, but she's not the best actress. And yeah. being growing up around all these great names, great actors, she didn't. You'd think she'd she pick has, up something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she probably picked up something. She, she didn't pick up movies. much. <laughs> Christ. Sorry, Emma. Sorry, Emma. Sorry, Emma. I know you're such big fans of the good bit. Yeah. Well, um. 
That'll do us for part one Woo! of the Harry Potter special. Join us next week for part number two, where we cover the final four films. And then we do our top five favourite Harry Potter characters. Mm. It's going to be good fun. Um, if you enjoyed the show, please remember to leave a comment, leave a rating on iTunes, and tell a friend about the show. And you can also support the show by following on Twitter, at the Good Bit Pod. And uh, there is exclusive stuff on YouTube, CM42TV. There's lots of stuff on Facebook and Instagram, which is at the Good Bit Pod as well. And yeah, this has been part one. Uh, from me, Chris Moffat, this has been Neve Bali, Anne McMaster, and Claudia Kelly, and I promise in the next episode they will all have nicknames. Until part two, <laughs> thanks very much for listening to The Good Bit. Recognize. Bye! Bye!